What's going on, guys? Welcome to an episode of the Booth Podcast. My name is Ken, hello, my co-host. Dumb. And today's episode 51, and today we have a special guest, actually, who's our first non-physical, oh, vi- virtual, <laughs> virtual guest. Yeah. Um, you want to introduce yourself, man? <laughs> Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Brandon Lee. Thanks for having me, Dom and Ken. Huge fan of the pod. Thank you, a huge you. fan of yours, sir. A huge fan of yours. I just kind of just know you surface level, but <laughs> huge fan. So I'm going to bandwagon you real quick. We, right. For, for we, those, about to, we about to get to know each other, man. Yeah. For those, of, for those of you that don't know Brandon Lee, what is it that you do, sir? Um, well, I am an actor, former stunt performer, and former uh, USA Taekwondo national team member. My uh, bad. Yet. My bad. Dude, I my feel bad. like I'm just bragging. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. It's fine. We want to hear this. You know, it's, it's, like, it's your you... accomplishments. We're proud of it. You got to be proud of yeah, it. Yeah, man. Right. Wait, Appreciate I didn't know you it, made USA national team. That's crazy. Yeah, for Freestyle Pumze. Ah. If you don't know what Freestyle Pumze is, like when they're when they're doing all the flips and stuff. Oh, flips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I know. Have you ever seen Brandon do flips? Oh, that's crazy. No, I'll show no. you after. I'll show yeah, you after. <laughs> <laughs> um sorry let's let's get into that though i'll be because um the topic that we're surrounding guys is mostly about like kind of taking risk because when i had done how i met brandon was like i did an interview for an assignment and his story i'll let him tell his story but it's like what what came about of this journey like how did you start this journey in acting um well it all i think like you and i like our influences are really similar dom i remember you told me like for me, I grew up watching like Jackie Chan, Power Rangers, all that cool stuff. Um, and my dad is also, also a Taekwondo master and he owns a Taekwondo school. So I pretty much like grew up doing it like my whole life. Like apparently I could like kick before I could walk. Like I would like crawl onto like a couch and be like, yeah, like, <laughs> um, but then like I would always just try to copy them all the time. I would like be doing stunts around my house and be hurting myself nonstop. And my parents would yell at me and stuff uh but yeah kind of like growing up in the midwest i grew up in minnesota i don't know if anyone's gonna know where that is but hey it's right below you guys all i know is minnesota's from big time rush that's all i remember Mm. remember. it's snowy there (laughs) i'm I'm gonna pretend i know where it is (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's like uh i grew up like in an area that was very like predominantly caucasian there was not many asians in my area so like wasn't very diverse so i never really embraced who i really was Mm. and i never really saw the opportunity to like get into stunts or acting or anything in the industry even though i always wanted to um and then like i got really lucky one time randomly there was like this talent school in uh minnesota called dna talent and then my dad just like submitted me into it without even telling me. And I randomly got a call, thought it was a scam, went there and auditioned. <laughs> Apparently it wasn't a scam. Mm-hmm. And then like I was training at that place for maybe like uh, like five months in college. But like I was going to college at the same time, which was two and a half hours away from the other school. So oh. I would drive home on the weekends and y- y'all know like the weekends are the most lit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I sacrificed that time. I would drive ho- all the way home from the weekends every single weekend, two and a half hours, five hour round trip just to take those classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, like, there was like this showcase in LA where, like, uh, my current manager 
she came to the school and like re-auditioned everyone and picked people on the team. Mm-hmm. And then um, we flew out to LA and it's kind of just like this showcase where like, like agencies and managers are looking for new talent. So you just like do scenes or you do improv or whatever. And for like runway, there's all kinds of different like events, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a track and field, but for like Hollywood. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of different events. And then um, I got lucky enough to be signed. And I I wasn't I wasn't planning on like I, I got declined from the school I was gonna transfer to in college, anyways. Right. And I I hated college. So I was mm-hmm. like everything just aligned. They told me to move to LA and I was like, okay, I'll send it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then um i've been here for about four years now so that was like a really long wow. <laughs> like oh version God. of that question but yeah did you know that you wanted to do act like because i don't think even at that age i don't even think we really know like you know what i'm saying like there have been many times me and ken were like transitioning from high school or post-secondary sorry second high school to post-secondary college university yes and it was just like yeah. We we had so many conversations late at night, just like I don't even know if I want to stick to this, yeah, sort of thing. Like Ken Ken went from, I went like completely like different route. Like my story, just like I I wanted to be a computer engineer, ever yeah. since like, what ever since I was like in grade eight, just because I was influenced by Phase, because I wanted to make computers. Oh, for like like the COD, like yeah. Phase up, like, like <laughs> bro. Dude, I watch their videos all the time. Right, man. I did too, man. I I was like, yo, I want to, because they were sponsored by um. Ironside, yeah, Ironside Hammer or something like that, where they made the PCs. I'm like, oh, I want to make a PC for them. Learn how to code everything. Took computer science class in grade ten. I I I I passed, but it wasn't for me. So I'm like, fuck, am I gonna do now? And later on, uh, I wanted to make shoes to be a Nike designer, like footwear designer. And then eventually, I went into university for industrial design, so like product designs type stuff. Turned out, yo. This thing is kind of not my path. Like it became work. I didn't like it as much yeah, anymore, right? Yeah. So then I dropped out. I'm like, oh fuck, I don't know what to do now. So I took marketing, and now that's what I do. And then I just picked nice. up like fashion design or like sewing, and now I just yeah, I like make stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude, dude. That's props to you because I feel like most people they like once they tell everyone they're gonna do this yeah and then even when they find out they don't like it they don't have the balls to go find something else that they like yeah yeah, but that's like props to you that you did that multiple times because you like you genuinely just like didn't want to do that and you know most people would be like oh that's dumb or like whatever but Mm. you just like fuck i don't care what you can't i don't give a fuck fuck. ken has this thing of just not giving a damn yeah (laughs) like if i do it i do it bro like i don't care if like um I, I say something, I'm going to do it. Like, and then it turns out like, oh, it's not for me. Like, I'm okay with, you know, just like giving up just on it. Like, it's it not away, for me. Right? Like, fuck, why, why spend time on something that isn't going to help me in the future? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Like, there was one time that uh, Ken was experimenting with his designs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, he put wires in his shoes. Oh. Right? Like, like, like ox cable what? wires. Like, you know, like the, the yellow, red, white yeah. cables for TVs? yeah like those things. i put i put it through my my pants for like um, my final project in like high school and i got a good mark because i was trying to like okay i was bullshitting like <laughs> my, my final project because i'm like oh, i want to do um these pants where it uh incorporates like hot like high fashion luxury with um like workwear. uh i just went to like i thrifted these pants and i just put wires through to indicate oh this is the workwear, right and then just put like <laughs> some like leather and whatever it was like really bad it was really bad but 
the way I explained it made it sound like, yo, this is like intricate. You know, this is this is the shit. You know, this is art. I'm like, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Wait, I wait. So the the pants play music? No, no. It's just, <laughs> so like, like I literally just poked. I'm the, lost, bro. I literally, so literally think of like pants, and then yeah. I poke like holes, like to create like a squiggly line, and oh, the, and then yeah. So it's like fashion. Yeah, yeah, and then like for the belt, it's literally just a bunch of wires to like tie up. Yeah, and I'm like, That's art is subjective. <laughs> Don't <laughs> criticize me. Yeah, yo, facts though, facts though, man. Yeah. And then he, he got posted because, like, someone on the TTC, like, on the bus. Like, TTC is, like, our transit system. Yeah, so someone on the bus saw, oh. like, his shoes, took a picture, and posted it on yeah. some, like, big Toronto page. Yeah. And called him broke. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then, but, then, but then a few months so later, it was funny, but a few months later, I was looking at my, my Explore page, and I see, like, this high-end fashion um, page post, and it's, like, them putting wires through things. I was like... Ken did this trend they a while ago. Ken's, they they so Ken's oh, trend, I need trend, what they call broke is now fashion. So yeah. I don't care and what they say. Yeah, in the comments, people were like roasting me. Some, but my, my coworker was trying to defend me. Like, dude, don't defend me. This is funny. <laughs> like, I am enjoying the hate and the love because people were fucking with it. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, I actually yeah. like this idea. And people were like, yo, what the fuck is this? Who, what kind of broke boy is this? I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Like this, this, this it's hap- It makes me. It made me so happy knowing. Like, I know people will never like my work. And some people will. Yeah. So it was like satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Bro, you were born to be a trend sender. I sender. was. I just Wait, said- setter, <laughs> not sender. And, and a sender too. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was, bro. I called like literally vests. I started wearing tactical vests in Toronto. Yeah. I see a bunch of other people do it. I wear like this chest ring. Damn. And my coworker roasted me for it. A year later, Jordan Brand makes one and he wore it. I'm like, why were you, why were you dissing me, bro? Right. Like, don't, don't talk to me. <laughs> But yeah. Damn, you gotta you gotta tell me what's the next big one that you you come up with, and then oh, I'll start gotta, rocking gotta, it out gotta, here. We gotta gatekeep that real quick. Yeah, we gotta we gatekeep, gatekeep it real quick. Gatekeep it. <laughs> Low key. Yeah, let's give us a sec. <laughs> this is where we cut. Oh, is that a, yeah. is that a? How does a person find their passion in life? Ooh, who wants to go first? Unless you want to answer your own question. Yeah, Dom, you want to go? <laughs> yeah, I can try. I mean, like, for me, my my thing was, is, like, I just tried a bunch of shit. Whichever thing mm-hmm. clicked, whichever thing was, I was good at, and I, like, was waking up every morning to want to do. Like, you know what I mean? Because mm. I feel like when you're in high school, you kind of just wake up, and you're like, oh, like, I'm only getting up for school. But if once you find that thing yeah. that you, repeat, like, repeatedly want to do, that's like, oh, that's that's my passion. Like, I want to wake up to do this thing. And when I had entered this film, I think I told you the story, Brandon, where, or I've, and I've mm-hmm. told it a bunch of times on this podcast, where I did not even know I wanted to do film, really. I just was like, I'm going to take this class um, just to get, like, an art credit. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, like, it was the first day of this class. They were introducing, like, stuff about movies. And I've always been a, a fan of, like, movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until they mentioned, like, oh, by the way, you get like you get to make your short film at the end for this project, and then you could submit it to a film festival. And so then I was like, mm. in my head, I don't know why, but the the inner competitive Michael Jordan side in me was like, we're gonna make that. Mm. Like I just was like, I looked at my boys, I'm like, we're gonna make that. And then, boom! Once we start working on it, the more and more I was like, wow, I really like doing this. And I was like, not into anything. Like I was trying to be a lawyer fuck that shit dude. like it was not there for me <laughs> but then like for some reason i just like would always think about more ideas for like stories and like how am i going to execute this scene like 
there was just so many mm -hmm. things I was like, I wouldn't be thinking about this for anything else mm -hmm. but films. So I was like, oh shit, maybe I like doing this. And like now here we are, I go to film school and I actually make my own like thesis film. And I'm like, wow, like I made the right decision. You know, like that's, mm -hmm. I, that's how I feel yeah. like yeah. really people get to know what they're passionate about is like when you wake up in the morning and that's the thing that you want. It's almost, it's almost like when you fall in love with somebody, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you wake up and you're like, I'm still in love with that person. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There it is. Bringing it back to love. Hey man, it's all about love at the end of the day. Right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so how, how do you, how do you think, how do you think Brandon, how do you think someone figures out what they're passionate about? I feel about? like, um, I feel like both of you guys already like, uh, pretty much talked about it. You guys were saying how, you just try a bunch of different shit and like you got to have the courage to try a right. bunch of different stuff right and i noticed recently um because now i've kind of been chasing this industry for like about four years now right so it's been it's been some time where you know like okay bring it back to love there's always yeah. a honeymoon phase uh -huh. right? right so it's like now i'm kind of past that and i'm like I've seen like the dark sides of the industry and sometimes passion can only take you so far. So I've noticed the biggest thing for me is like also tying your passion with fulfilling you as a person. Mm -hmm. so, like an example is like for me, um, I worked stunts uh, a lot professionally before I'd started to do more. Well, I originally wanted to do acting, but then I got opportunities for stunts and then after my the most recent movie I worked on, it took me out for like six months. So I couldn't audition for like six months. So after that movie, I was like, done with stunts. I'm going all in on acting. Mm -hmm. And like the past like eight, nine months have been doing that. Right. Mm -hmm. But um, I noticed like I wasn't as passionate about life in general for some reason. And I was wondering like what was missing. I was like, what? I thought I wanted to act. Is it? Is it maybe that I like stunts more? Then I realized, I was like, oh, I'm not making videos anymore. I'm just, the only thing I'm doing is like auditioning and taking classes and doing self-tapes. Right. And so it's like, I'm not creating anything. And yeah. I, I wasn't actively putting something out in the world that I felt like was making it a better place. Like you didn't have an you know outlet. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because for me, at the end of the day, like I taught Taekwondo. Anything that I put out, I hope to make people laugh. I try to put good into the world, you mm -hmm. know, and I was working on my craft, working on my craft, working on my craft and realizing, shit, I'm just like in my own room, like with my setup yeah, and, like yeah. a, and a camera and that's all I'm doing. And I, yeah, I'm getting better. But like, for some reason, I'm not as passionate, you know, so like I realized there was deeper, deeper levels of finding your passion, too, mm. if that makes any sense. But I think it all starts from like what you guys were saying is like what Ken did, you know, it's like just try a bunch of shit and don't let society's norm tell you like no you gotta you gotta do this nine to five job you gotta grind like mm -hmm. you know you gotta pay off your debt your student debt like no you gotta have the balls to be like no i don't care about what any of you guys think even family even yeah. the closest friends you gotta say what does my heart want and keep being able to throw away if you don't like it you can start mm -hmm. all over again you know i think it all starts from that but then there's like deeper levels that i've i've been noticing i don't yeah. know if you have you guys run into any of that like noticing there's uh, that's, that's actually i want to know that from ken's side because like yeah. i thought there was a, there was a time where i thought you didn't want to do the clothing thing anymore because you wanted to go in, all in on business 
And then all of a sudden it came back about. I was like, oh, so you, you do like the design. No, okay, yeah, okay. Um, the darker side, I, I can kind of understand it to the point where it's like, it gets draining, mm. right? Where you're, oh. yeah, you're constantly trying to create. But then you start like, I'm, am I just creating because I love it? Or am I creating just because it's work? Uh, right. Yeah. Does, does that make that? Yeah, yeah. So like, it got oh, to the point. so much sense, bro. Yeah, so like, it got to the point where like, I, like clothing things like, Especially when, when you're a creative, like, you have a lot of creative blocks. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. kind of, like, pushes you away to, like, do, am I really, is this really my passion? Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to go all in on business because I started researching more into it. I'm like, okay, listen, I just need a lot of, I just need money. <laughs> right? I was, I was yeah. broke, so I was, like, driven by money and not by passion at that time. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, okay, didn't really work out as much. So I'm like, fuck it. You know, let me, let me go back into to clothing, right? So then eventually, like, um, I found that was more of my passion because I'm like, I am like enjoying this, right? Cause every time I was like, not even making clothes, just like maybe like drawing or sketching or just thinking mm-hmm. it's like, I'm in a flow state. Yeah. Right? Flow mm-hmm. state. So when I was in that flow state, like I, yeah, I didn't care about time. I didn't care about anything. I'm like, I'm just creating. And that's what I've always wanted to do my whole life. Just to create anything. Yeah. Right. So yeah. It, it got me happier. I'm like, dude, I'm just like making stuff. Like even now, like I'm making a bunch of bags. Right. And I'm like, I'm just literally just cutting the patterns and to people might, that might seem boring, but I'm like, I'm literally just enjoying that. I'm like, why? Because I'm in my flow state. I'm enjoying my passion. Yeah. Because I'm envisioning yeah. like what I'm creating already. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's there, but it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So like eventually like I reignited my passion for clothing. I'm like, yeah, this is my shit. Right. Because mm-hmm. it makes me happy. And that's all I can I think about because every time I'm in it, it's like I'm in a whole new dimension. Yeah, like yeah, no one, yeah. no one talked to me. I put my phone on doing D and D. Like fuck everyone. Let me just, let me just fucking do this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. and like it's not draining anymore. Like I'll be up yeah, to like yeah. two a.m. just like making stuff. It's like I'm enjoying this. And like for um the thing we're trying to do, like our our little like you know other thing. Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm up like trying to like get not even like creating, but just like doing like all like like the plans and everything like marketing wise because I'm very passionate about marketing as well. And like. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to integrate a bunch of stuff and it's just like, wow, I'm implementing the stuff I learned and this is great. Cause I want to, I really want this to make it work. It's like when the little yeah. mundane things yeah. are fun. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I think, I think for us it would be like, um, because we do like, we break down scripts, right? That mm-hmm. side of it. Like I remember doing that for an advanced directing class and I remember like trying to break down, okay, this is what shot is going to be on this side of the, you know, where we see this part. And I just remember thinking like, this is like the most boring part. But yeah. when I did it for my own film, I was like, oh wow, okay, that that's beautiful. I like that. That's a creative choice I mm. want to make. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when it's your own thing, yeah, yeah. it has like a different yeah. side of things when it, versus when it feels like homework. Like it just, yeah. it just starts making sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Wow. Dude, kind of like piggybacking off what um, Ken was saying about like the flow state. Like I, I feel like, it's okay bringing it back to love man (laughs) just like with love like you know how people always say like when you know someone's right for you you know you don't have Mm. to you don't need anyone else's approval Mm. you don't any you don't need anyone to tell you oh that yeah you guys look like a good match i feel like it's the same thing with passions it's not something you question about maybe later down the line right Mm. but like for me i don't know about you guys i'm a caffeine addict like i need coffee yeah right but like recently because i've just been like super super passionate about my craft like i noticed caffeine is like 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 coffee is too much now yeah. <laughs> i have to drink like korean tea dude it's like crazy so it made me think like dude 
this shit called passion is stronger than any fucking energy yeah. will, energy uh, drink will give you. It's stronger than any other like jolt of energy you'll get. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, I feel like that's when you'll know. You're like, okay, yeah, it's like what you said. You're up till two a.m. You don't mm-hmm. want anyone to talk to you. You're just grabbing yeah. your shit. Like, that's when you know it's like, okay, yeah, this is this, this is the it. one. This is this is the <laughs> one. The one. Bringing it back to love, yeah. baby. Yes. <laughs> You have to. Stupid. <laughs> so it kind of sounds like, you know, we all kind of like found our passions and everything, right? But I'm curious, like, what was the biggest struggle or one of the obstacles you guys had to go through to kind of like find your passion or at least try to make the leap to do it? I got one that we can all relate to. Easy. What? Asian parents. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the easiest. That's the clip. That's the clip. That's, that's the that's, easiest that's, that's one. The clip. Asian parents, man. Like that's a clip. They're, they're the they're the dream killers. They really are, but only because they had a dream for us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they they just wish for a stable life. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like they don't wish for like when they leave or like when it's time for us to take care of ourselves. Like we are, we're not struggling like the way they struggled when they had to create their life here. Like mm-hmm. I, that's, that's the only reference, like reference point for my dad to make. He was just like, oh, you don't want to sh- like work in a factory like I did for how many years and basically feel like a slave all your life to just, you know, bring food on the table and, mm-hmm. you know, provide for so-and-so. Like, that's the only thing I can think of is like a real struggle. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just like, oh, I want to be able to get my parents trust that I'm going to make this work for me because it's what i love to do and i it's not about the money necessarily mm-hmm. but it's about like my overall happiness yeah you know mm, yeah yeah i feel you man what damn you, what were you brandon what was like the biggest so, like, struggle to find your passion the biggest struggle um for me honestly like i i feel like my parents actually kind of went against the like stereotypical asian parents right in the I mean, sense of yeah, like because your dad was the one that sent oh in, yeah, right? yeah 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 and i think it's because they grew up like that and that's why they moved to the u.s mm. and like they were way more ambitious um yeah. and more i guess more of a liberal mindset i don't know if that's the right word mm-hmm. but like you, you know what i mean like they have more ambitions and they weren't always about you know they, they were more supportive a to be yeah yeah so they were way more supportive about that but i feel like my my biggest struggle in finding my passion or like just biggest struggle during my passion maybe both both yeah both you can can start with the finding i guess finding um well for me it was like my plan was like i said i was like i grew up uh i grew up doing taekwondo my whole life and i loved it Mm. and uh the plan was for me to eventually take over my dad's uh taekwondo school but the thing with that was like every time i like feel like anytime i was accomplished something won a state title this or that everyone would immediately discredit me saying oh it's because you're the master's son that's why you're so good you get free like so it was like it's kind of like that kobe bryant stuff you know where it's like his dad was a basketball player like i i always felt like i had to prove myself yeah in my own way and i loved teaching but I knew I grew up teaching since I was like 12, 13 years old. I knew exactly what my lifestyle was going to be like, even though that was like a very ambitious and very happy lifestyle. Like I wanted to prove myself. What do I actually like to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was like for me, it was like having the courage to stray away from like something that I'm already passionate about. And how can I apply this to something else? 
that I like even more. Mm-hmm. Um, that reminds yeah. me of like Creed. Have you ever seen Creed? Bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Where it's just dude, like okay. you're trying to create your own legacy, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get that. Bro, after this pod, remind me to tell you something about that. I okay. 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 <laughs> okay. And now the audience is be like, whoa, what is that? Right. <laughs> um, Ken, what, what about you? Because, like, it's, you don't essentially care. So it's yeah. like, because we have this running joke <laughs> in our friend, like, in our in our friendship and just like, like I think the people the viewers know this too. It's like Ken doesn't have like a m- mental health. Like he doesn't he doesn't think overthink things like the way most I people just, do. I just Ken don't I, give a fuck. I really <laughs> don't. I really don't. Like yeah. I'm more of um. I'm like I'd say I'm more laid back, but I was like I'm just like fuck it. You know why overthink? Just do it and and just get my whole thing is um do it and then just kind of like what's the word um adapt to it. Uh, yeah right it's yeah. like goes bad okay yo just think of a new situation you know how can you get out of this think of more the positive yeah. side right but yeah, yeah one of the yeah. struggles like i faced is trying to like find my passion would be just um really going through with it right just like yeah. the whole like me oh, going okay. into like becoming a nike shoe designer like i i even contacted like people who would design for nike asking like oh how do i become one what should i do what programs do i use everything right so i found out a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff they helped me and then i'm like okay okay I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my this this is what Dom likes to call my shut up story. Right. It was it's against my mom. It was it was like <laughs> it was scary yeah. for me. So basically, um, it's like um grade twelve, right? I'm like applying for everything. Senior year. Yeah, yeah, senior year. And then um, I tell my mom, mom, I want to be a Nike shoe designer. So I am applying for industrial design at um OCAD University, right? Um, so then my mom's like, why don't why don't you become a pilot? Right, you know, I'm like, why? Why do you think I'd be good with his pilots? Because like, you like to travel a lot. I'm like, true, but that's that's not that's not my dream. She's like, no, no, just apply and then you know get the job and then go back to your dream. So then at that point, I was like, I was like stunned. I'm like, nope, this is like this is where I got like triggered, right? Mm-hmm. I told my mom, no, this is my dream. This is my passion. This is my work. This is what I want to do, right? I wholeheartedly believe that I can do it. Right. I mean, I, mm-hmm. as we can see now that I didn't go through with it, but, <laughs> but he, he dropped out, <laughs> but it was the fact that I was able to stand up like for my own dreams. Yeah. You stood your ground. Yeah. Right. Cause I was yeah. still scared. Yeah, like in sure. the midst of saying that I was scared, like, Oh fuck, I'm actually going through with this shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I went through with it. You, you know, there's no turning back. There's no turning back. <laughs> like if I do like, Oh, you know, and then, yeah, eventually like, I did go through with it and, and it kind of like, relieved this distress, meaning like, I'm my own person, you know, there's no one who can really mm-hmm. hold me back. Not even like my mom. Mm-hmm. Right. So then that point, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm really going to start pursuing my passion, like full on. Like, yeah, I dropped out, <laughs> but, but, but in the back of my head, I'm like, although I said, I want to be a Nike shoe designer. doesn't mean I can't get a collaboration and still design my own shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You never know where it'll yeah. come back full circle, man. Yeah. No, I would not yeah. mind going back to that, like, like passion of mine. Just got to like get my yeah. other stuff. Right. But yeah, yeah, at that point, it's like that was a struggle. I'm like just really believing in what you want to do because it's just yeah. always a scary thought, uh, scary thought, like starting off. And then when you go through it, you, you go through a rush, like I'm really going to do this. And then you start going through like the depth to like, oh, my God, what do I do now? Yeah. And then it just kind of yeah. like eases in. Yeah. That was, yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking struggle. It seems man. to be like a sense of doubt. Yeah. It comes yeah. To, like, there's a lot of self-doubt, but you made a really great point where it's just like we're 
capable of adapting. Like that's what humans have been doing mm. since the dawn of time is that we adapt to yeah. our certain situations. So I guess it's like essentially for any viewers that are scared, it's just, well, you'll figure it out somehow. Like yeah. again, yeah. all the student yeah. debt and all that stuff is going to be there, but it's like, you know, this is, you kind of only have one shot at life and I don't think anyone would want to, yeah. you know, do like wasted doing something they're not passionate in. Mm -hmm. At least that's, mm -hmm. that's what I'm getting from this conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's like at the end of the day, if you're going to wake up the next day, like the fact that you can wake up the next day, you have a roof over your head, you can sleep mm -hmm. in a bed, you have water, you have food. You're not going to fucking die if like, right. you're in Paris. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, but everyone acts like it's the worst thing in the world if you get embarrassed. So yeah, that's why I respect yeah. that a lot. That like, even though you guys were geeking about how like you dropped out, Ken, but that's again, that's more courage that you could mm -hmm. be like, okay, maybe this wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah, let's find the next thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, there's a difference between that and having the courage to do that versus people that never they take like one little baby step and they're like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, right. you know what back. I mean. Like you gotta you gotta check it out, feel it. Okay, maybe now I don't like this. Right. You know? Or but even a lot of people, people they're that, like Sorry, I was gonna say like even uh, there's like a lot yeah. of people that just they do, they keep going and then they realize it like after they fucking stuck through with it, they're like, Fuck, I don't wanna do this anymore. Yeah. It's too late now. And that that's okay. That's okay, you know? Right. Like then you can just start over. But mm -hmm. then it's like there's people that like they take the tiniest step and they're like, Oh, I already did it all. I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense whatsoever. No, it, it does. It does. It does. <laughs> it's like it's like like a metaphor would be like, say like pursuing the passion is jumping in the fucking pool. Yeah. Right. And then someone dips their their, their pinky toe in it yeah. and it's like, oh, I did it. It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You just, you just touched the surface. Like literally, that's it. Yeah, that is literally. You yeah. still don't know what's inside of the pool to figure yeah. out whether you like it or not. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now that we've established that we all have passions <laughs> um, again, <laughs> were there like, were there any doubts and un moments of uncertainty and how did you guys like tackle it? You want to go first, Ken or Dom? I mean, I'm, I, fuck it. I'll, I'll go. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> doubts or uncertainty. Okay. Um, I guess after like, okay, you're dropping out and then going back into like fashion or like clothing, I was mm -hmm. very uncertain because like, okay, one, when you create something like like physically, you're like, oh, I don't know if people are gonna like this, right? Like, yeah, I can say like, oh yeah, fuck everyone else, you know, it's whatever. Like, I don't really give a fuck. But it's like when you create stuff, you you're more um intricate with how you want it to be like perceived, right? Right. So when yeah. I created like a couple bags or whatever and pants, like I don't know if people are gonna like it. I don't know if they're gonna buy it. I'm like, did I just like waste like some of my 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 time only for like this to be res the result? So I said, all right, fuck it. You know what? Stop thinking. Just just do it. Mm -hmm. So I made like mm -hmm. a bunch of custom pants and whatever. And eventually people actually bought it. I'm like, oh, fuck. People want the shit I make. Right? So mm -hmm. it started making me more happy. Right? And it, it overcame mm -hmm. that, that doubt that like, I'm not good enough. Like people won't buy my stuff. People won't like it. When in reality, it's like, oh, people will like what you make sometimes. Right? Mm -hmm. And it was like the more comforting thought. I was like, wow. Knowing someone wants what you make or enjoys like what you create like through the podcast right we have like like fans that tell us like oh we love the podcast it's helped us a lot even when people come up mm -hmm. to us it's like wow yeah right we're actually like people like who we are like we're doing the thing that we set yeah. out to do yeah like we're, we're yeah. authentic right right and yeah, yeah, yeah. so it, it really helped me overcome my my doubt so now i'm like just creating and creating and, and now i'm getting like more orders i'm like wow 
you know this this makes me happy you know i, I guess mm. in a sense to really overcome like that doubt or uncertainty just like getting okay i, I guess it might it might be bad it's like kind of getting like validation from others right uh, you want to like get voice yeah. like that kind of like validation that you you need yes yes yeah. sorry yeah yeah reassurance in yes a, yeah, yes in a way but i guess through your own self to really validate that um i guess just going with the fact that as long as you like it that's fine because i did yeah, like the pants yeah. and everything i created right I'm like it's good in my eyes mm -hmm. I, but then i overthought mm -hmm. like how would they perceive it but if you like it mm -hmm. that's great and if you see the things mm -hmm. you need to improve on then do it to make it even better mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. have you mm -hmm. have you guys seen this TikTok where it's just like oh i'm really worried about this and then it would play a song and then it would like zoom out and it would go into the world and oh like, yeah the yeah, atmosphere yeah. have you ever seen that TikTok <laughs> or no no i haven't seen it well it just like go like it would zoom out Okay, have, you've seen everything everywhere all at once, right? Oh, dude, yes. Yes, okay. I have some homies that worked on that movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, there's a part where they're like, the rocks, right? And they're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like part, yeah. we're just all stupid. Like, we're all pieces of, like, matter. Like, it's nothing matters, mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. And so that's, like, I guess what I have to, like, think for myself. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm caring so much about this. It's like, well, you're going to die soon. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to die. This is not going to matter years time. Yeah. You know, exactly. like any of what you do now, like whether you get canceled or whatever, like life's going to end. And then, you know, what was relevant at the it's time gonna... is going to end as well. Like it's not going to yeah. stay. So it's like, yeah, we're just a little piece of matter on this world that has mm. a billion things happening. It's not going to yeah. matter at the end of the day. Like tomorrow will be a fresh day for everybody. And they can yeah. decide what they want to be tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stick with you your whole life, you know, essentially. That's my thing. Mm -hmm. Inst yeah. Like from like, yeah, you should care about the people that care about you. But I also like don't care about what anyone has to say because it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like it like does you matter. yourself. Yeah. yeah like yeah. it matters to, a you know, it, it, it mostly you care about it more. But essentially no one gives a fuck. Like no one <laughs> yeah. cares. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that like you yourself at the end of the day have to have to care or validate yourself first yeah. before anyone else. If yeah. you're pulling from anywhere else, you're never going to be happy. I feel like. Yeah. No, if you're 100%. trying to, yeah. If you're trying to be a people pleaser, it's just, it's, it's almost like, you know, working for money. Like there's a, too much, there's an infinite number of like dollars that you can make. But like when it yeah. really comes from within, it's like, it's different. It's a different game, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, man, I feel like, like, the question of like do you ever feel doubts or like when was the most what was it what was it again like any moments of uncertainty uncertainty i feel like we deal with that every day i don't know about you guys but for right. me every fucking day right but and then sometimes we feel it even more but it's just it's just canceling that out with positivity yeah. and like staying focused you know mm. um but like for me like there's a lot of moments um most recently was I, I told you guys before we were rolling right, on this right like um if if the viewers don't know like i've i've worked in stunts professionally for very i've been very blessed to work to work uh very quickly in my career in stunts um and then after the second movie i worked on for about six months i was like okay i i want to go back to acting that's what i wanted to do first and foremost um and i just need to go all in on this i can't try to do two things at once and so I've been doing that. I've been grinding that for like the past eight, nine months. And I've finally, I finally booked my first like acting role in like pretty big movie that I can't say, but like 
it's for a pretty big production and i was super hyped about it and then i got there and then i got covid and so i couldn't shoot and man i was like every terrible thought when you're locked up in quarantine for like two weeks right can go through your mind you know i did not think about that that's that's true dude i'm sitting there like like you know every terrible thought's going through i'm and this was the worst part this was the cherry on top right i didn't tell you guys this part yet um about nine months ago when i first came back from budapest the most recent stunt job i worked on i auditioned for this show that i'm, I'm not going to say what it was but it, it is out now mm. and it was a i'll tell you guys after the pod yeah okay, okay. Um, but it was a very big show and i was really hyped about it and i was gonna play as one of the main roles in it i literally Ooh. signed a contract for this movie and i was yeah. like holy crap this would literally change my life like mm. completely life-changing you know got so close to booking it didn't end up booking it and it came out the same time i was depressed in oh, my hotel room fuck. i open up i open up the streaming service and it pops up right there the trailer i'm like are oh. you kidding me so it's like That's you know hurt <laughs> i i had i you know i i was very fortunate to like work in stunts and i'm like it lot all, all those thoughts came back to like man maybe i'm not set out to do this maybe i should go back to stunts right maybe this isn't for me like all those thoughts but then i really I, after i got all the the negative feelings out, i was like okay i'm done being a baby what am i how, what am i going to learn from this how am i going to learn from this because i mm. always think about you know everything happens for a reason at the end of the day mm, yeah so i was like okay why did this happen to me huh now I'm really fucking fired up. Right. Maybe if I had shot this movie, maybe I would have come back. Maybe I would have gotten my comfort zone, and maybe I wouldn't have, like, really done anything, you know. Mm-hmm. But now I came back, and I really feel like. Now I really found out, like, who I really am deep down. What are my passions? Mm-hmm. And like one of them, like I was telling you guys before, was like creating. Yeah. I yes, I'm an artist, but I I need to create too. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, like, I started a, you guys influenced me, you know, like I wanted to start a podcast because yeah. there was like stuff oh. that I always said, I was going to do this. I'm going to, I want to do a podcast, you know, I want to stream too. I want to, I want to do so many things. Mm-hmm. And I would limit myself sometimes because I'm so goal oriented that sometimes I'd be like, well, if this doesn't have to do exact, exactly with acting, then I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But then I realized as an actor, you have to experience life. Right. You can learn. Right, right, and, right. and I don't even think this is just acting like you can apply anything in life to what your passion is, True. you know? So I feel like if you're so tunnel visioned on your stuff, you're not, you're blinding yourself from the world that can teach you all these different lessons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like for me, that was like the biggest, like most recently, like the doubts all came in, but I think I could have either went one way and been like, Oh, screw acting. I'm done with this. I'm, right, I'm right. done. You know? <laughs> but then or i can use this as a moment to like use it as motivation you know but mm. those are the hardest times that's true to like uh-huh. make that use that as motivation you know because mm. no matter how positive minded you you are when you're locked up in a room for two <laughs> weeks and you have nothing right. but your thoughts uh-huh. you know you're just like you can't even go outside and get some vitamin d like you have to like yeah oh, uh, yeah oh, yeah but Oh my yeah. god! Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm like, yeah, we can cut here, but oh my god! Sorry, I'm having my my thoughts now because uh-huh. I told you right, like I told you about. Um, sorry, let me cut real quick. Bro, uh, we I, I feel like Ken, you and I got to talk about the the single the oh, single dude, life. I'm, I'm actually so down. Yeah. 
Just, I'm bro. so down, bro. Whoa, I'm single now, too. <laughs> yeah, but... Dude, just, like... You, you like, haven't like, experienced like, what we've experienced. Okay. <laughs> like, bro, all of high school and all of college, just, like, you know... I felt... He's he, a sad boy. Right, okay. He doesn't, even need to, he doesn't even need to explain. Okay. I understand that. He has a mutual pain. <laughs> yeah, I know what he's saying, bro. It's like, it's flooding my, my head. I'm like, yep, yep, I know it. Right you don't now. Have to say anymore. I watch... <laughs> Dude, I watched so much How I Met Your Mother. Just like, oh, you'll think, yo, we're literally, literally. The reason why we're called the booth is because of the actual booth. Oh, what? I, and you know, like the colors, it's yellow, red, blue, and everything, because it's literally bro. that. Yeah, From dude. How I Met Your Mother, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We have Ted right here. Ted, bro. Bo- Ted Mosby used to be me, man. <laughs> Right here, bro. We got him with the blue trumpet or blue French horn. Oh sorry. my god, with the blue trumpet. Too. Yeah. Then we have yeah. Barney. We have Barney right, right here. here. Yeah. I, I wish they had, I wish they had more. I wish they had like all of them. Yeah, they just have Ted and, and Barney. Yeah. Oh damn. That's damn. so funny. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even know. I I don't I don't know if we talked about how many your mother being that's so funny. Dude. Yeah. I watched that all the time in like high school. Oh, when I was yes. really sad. This is yes, <laughs> this makes that. sense. Felt that. Bro, this is like my 11th time watching How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah, like, on your 11th? Yeah. I just yeah. finished it. Every time after I get, get out of a talking phase and declined, I'd watch that show. I, watched, I do that. I do that. You know which part I watched specifically? I watched when uh, Stella left him. That's where I watched. Oh, yeah. I know. No. That's where That's I started watching. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm curious. Okay. Because, okay. On the topic of How I Met Your Mother, but I've, yeah. every time you guys go back to like, you know how you take a random break, right? Out of nowhere. And then when you come back, I don't know if it happens to you guys, but whenever I come back to watching How About Your Mother, for some reason the season that I'm or the season that I'm, I'm watching just relates to me in that current, yeah. my current life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like, God. Somehow yeah. the topic has to deal with your life in that moment. You're yeah. Like, what the fuck. Right. This right? show is psychic. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, bro. Well, what season are you on? No, I f- I finished. I finished. Okay. 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 I've yet to come back. <laughs> me too. I've yet to come back. It, when, when I want to find the one, I watched the last season when he actually mm. meets the mother. <laughs> so I'm like, please. Oh my gosh. Come oh. on. <laughs> I think for me right now, I'm on the, the part where um, his Ted's best friend gets married in Cleveland. Right? Uh. And then you know that one scene where it's like Ted and Robin in like the balcony? And then Ted's yeah, like, yeah. every time, like, I believe a little less. And then Robin's like, all you need is chemistry. You have chemistry. The only thing you need now is time. Timing is a Time bitch. Dead. Timing is a bitch. I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. About to go home and rewatch Honestly, it. Leave, <laughs> this, leave this. We just bonded on a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, as soon as, whenever we hear someone say, how am I your mother? Like, yep. Yeah, we're, we're more engaged in the we're, conversation. We're there. Yeah, we're, we're, like, we're there. there. Boom. Like, which, 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 like, you can say one like, oh, yeah, season two. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Season two. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I was literally watching like a two days ago. <laughs> I wrapped it up oh, two days shit. ago. Damn. Uh, we're at at this tidbit of how I'm uh-huh. just at the end. <laughs> um. Anyways, I'll get to the question. Have we have we been rolling this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> bet, dude. Perfect. We're leaving I'm it. Fine. I'm fine, bro. We're this this can it. relate to like the how I met your mother friends too. Yeah. Yeah. It's golden. Uh-huh. All right. Three, two. Now, one. now, now, going back into to the yes. topic, Dom, is the idea of it's my dream enough to leave a comfortable or um, stable lifestyle? Like, like risking it all? Yeah, is is risk? You know, is the idea of like, oh, that's my dream, though. Is it enough to like leave whatever was comfortable or stable? 
You want to go first? I, That's more directed to you because you left oh, hometown, yeah, bro. Yeah. You left hometown. I, um, I think it. Everyone's different, mm-hmm. for sure. But at least for me personally, I always use this scenario of like I forgot where I heard it from, but um, I always think of okay, if I'm on my deathbed and I'm looking back at my life and I didn't do what I'm debating about doing, would I regret it? Most of the time, it's yes. And so I'd end up doing it. You know what I mean? That's a, that's um, a good way to think. Yeah. And, like, you know, life goes by so damn fast. Like, yeah. and you never know when the, the days, tomorrow's never guaranteed. Right. So why not live a life that, yeah, maybe you're getting embarrassed, maybe you're failing, but you're happy because you're doing something that you're passionate about versus you're doing something that you hate, but you're a millionaire. I would take the lifestyle of like, being happy and doing what I'm passionate about over that any day. Right. As long as I have a roof over my head, I have a bed and I have food and water. Mm-hmm. Like what else can you ask for in life? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think it's worth it. And I think a lot of people let society's norm, like get to be- get the best of them. Yeah. And they end up procrastinating their passions. And I, I've heard from so many people like that have, been one foot in one foot out about sending it in the industry you know like a lot of people that um were stunt performers that wanted to act but they never made the full jump like Mm -hmm. even within the industry you know yeah and they tell me all about like how they didn't regret going all the way in Mm. a lot of times you know um so it's like i i don't want to be one of those guys right you know not that there's i'm not not that i'm trying to disrespect them but i don't want to regret that i didn't try right 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 if you if you tried didn't work out at least you had fun doing it because you're actually passionate about it and you know mm-hmm. right at least you scratch that itch like people yeah. say right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. Uh, my thing is i think of like i think of my my parents when they came here for a better life right when they came here for a better life they came here essentially living in this like really small bedroom like they rented out the small bedroom and they only had uh, like a, a mattress on the ground mm. and a cup, one cup to share with each other, or two cups to Damn. share, mm. two cups which was for water and one for coffee. And then one of them broke, so they had to share the one cup. Yeah, you know Damn. that's that's and that's when like they had me. So we were like, my mom wasn't working because you know uh, labor or whatever. Yeah, labor laws. Labor laws. Um, you can't work right since you have a kid. So it's like they struggled, just them two. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And with with me as a baby. So I think mm-hmm. of like what could happen if like, you know, I get older and it's like I have to start like feeding off my my uh, what's called like desperation. Yeah. You know, I, I have to keep putting my mindset in like, oh, I'm desperate to like make this work. Because mm-hmm. if you keep mm-hmm. thinking of like, but this couch is so comfy, mm-hmm. but like I want to watch Netflix and I want to, yeah. you know, you want to do all these like fun, but like comfortable things. Like I don't like that. I like thinking of grinding as if I'm you know, I could be poor tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You know, I love, yeah. I don't know, for some reason that, like, when you watch, like, Rocky and you watch all these, like, pursuit of happiness type movies, it's like, I want to have that mindset. And I think it's more important to have that mindset, like a mm-hmm. hunger mindset when it comes to, like, pursuing your dreams. Otherwise, yeah, you could kiss your dreams goodbye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. so easy yeah. to give in to satis- satisfaction. Yeah. You know? Oh, what about mm-hmm. you? Wait, what, what time was the thing? Right, I think we're okay. We're gonna cut here real quick. Right, hey. I forgot. I forgot. Wait, what was right. the question again? Is the idea of it's my dream enough 
to leave a comfortable and stable lifestyle. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so I was like, right, <laughs> right, like, right. Fuck yeah. Right. Okay, uh, the reason Forgot who I was talking yeah. to. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, <laughs> <the> reason- <laughs> I mean, um, I've, uh, I don't like living with regrets. So I literally just like full send shit. It's like try it out. And like growing up without like a dad, right? And like my mom, single mother, three kids. I really want to make it and just like mm-hmm. risk it all to like just really like help my family and everything, right? So I'm like, I can't have a linear path. I know I can't have a linear path because that's not, that's not the best way. It's not the best way to grow. So that's why I have multiple things that I want to try and see what works best, right? And mm-hmm. um, what else? question <laughs> is is the idea of it's my dream oh yes, to, yeah sorry i'm so yes, sorry I, I ran off but yeah i, I say yes because i mean you you learn a lot of new shit and you try it and then you experience a lot right right the experience yeah. that changes everything yeah and right. then i think um we had we were talking about this in one podcast like way way back like older episodes like oh was it like being broke like like life's toughest teachers or something like that right, lessons yeah. like what well, being broke being broke um heartbreak heartbreak all that like yeah. kind of going through all that really teaches you a lot to like just like full on like i don't want to be this again mm-hmm. right and if it's your dream why not go big right right why why succumb mm-hmm. to like other people's opinions and thoughts of you when you can just, just do it you know mm-hmm. like i i mm-hmm. like dreaming big like literally when we set goals and everything for like um the month like dom will be like oh, okay we'll hit try to yeah, aim for yeah, this. yeah i'll be yeah. like nah nah we'll aim for like 5k subscribers or whatever right yeah and like we'll do yeah. our best and literally you can't it's good to go all in and i think you're talking about like having fun this is this is what you say where it's like uh we shoot for the moon because even if i miss i'll land among the yeah, stars yeah that's kind of like yeah my, I aim for Ooh, facts. yeah yeah but yeah um the whole like having fun part you know like risking it all risking it all means like you know setting the fun fun stuff aside and to have that mindset like me and dom all oh, right oh yeah, god we, you're gonna bring this up we we were supposed to go to um vancouver and banff like in like two weeks right yeah so like mm-hmm. right now for people it's like august 8th right and mm. we were supposed to go to vancouver but we have other things in mind other projects like, that we can't projects. announce just yeah. yet and it's like hey. we have to sacrifice you know having fun for like a week yeah to really like make this work and it's just really setting your priorities straight to keep your mind straight like you really want to go big for your dreams you have to make those sacrifices in order to grow and actually achieve yeah. them right yeah. like it, it's tough because like i want to i me and him, we were talking we were on the train talking about it like we don't want to do this, it this is, I was, we have yeah, to he, we were, i was mm-hmm. literally like i don't want to say it and then he's like i know what you're gonna say <laughs> like like i just <laughs> I don't like, want yeah. you to say it too uh-huh. yeah. and it sucks like i want to have i see people having fun all the time right and like mm-hmm. yeah it's great i'm like I wish I could do that too. But like, I yeah, know yeah. I need to like, if it's my dreams, I have to go all in, right? Like I have my yeah. f- my friend like always hitting me up, like, hey, let's go to the club and everything like almost every week. And I always tell him like, uh, priorities, right. priority. I tell myself mm-hmm. that I reassure him, priorities can like, yeah. you know, you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do, yeah. right? Like literally like for, sometimes I'll edit the podcast pretty late and like mm-hmm. I'll sacrifice my sleep to finish mm-hmm. the podcast to get it out. I'm like, yo, yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you gotta you gotta sacrifice like a lot of things to yeah. make it work. Like, yeah, we're yeah. St- we're still kind of starting off small, but it's like those mm-hmm. big those to me it's like a big sacrifice because it's gonna like project us to like a whole new level. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Dude, kind of kind of like both those things that you were saying of like um, sacrificing, but then to sacrificing fun and opportunities and stuff like that. I noticed for me, I've had to balance both of those out recently because mm-hmm. like 
there's a lot of times, like I said, like I'm going on on acting now, and there's times where I'll get a job offer for stunts, and I'm like, oh my god, the money would be so good right now, mm-hmm. like. And then you you know it's tough it's tough to say no to opportunities like yeah. that, right? But then also the on the flip side, I find myself now when I'm grinding by myself twenty four seven, and like I'm not getting as many results in acting, and it's like that's when you got to remind yourself to not get a toxic relationship about the craft that you're that you love right right? because when you're sacrificing too much and you're too go 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 yeah and you're not actually enjoying it anymore now what was the whole purpose of pursuing it Mm. and that was that's a lot that i've had to balance with lately because like when you're not seeing results those are the times that are hard but then you you have to really question yourself okay well why am i in this in the first place Mm -hmm. right i wasn't here for the results i'm here because i loved it yeah right so for me it was like okay well nothing is stopping me from shooting my own little short films now yeah like you can shoot it on an iphone anyone can you don't need no fancy camera you can just and you can edit it all on your phone like yeah right we're so blessed nowadays for all these opportunities and this isn't just like film like you can do this with almost anything mm-hmm. you can you want to learn any skill you learn it all online you just go do True. it right Max. but i feel like it's 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 like a balance too where you can't like I used to be like all about Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. I still am, mm-hmm. but I had to, I had to be real with myself. I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not like them where I'm like, yes, I'm grind 24 seven, but I gotta like, I'm more happy. And I like to yeah. just have fun with just life. Right? Yeah, you know? yeah, like yeah. what are the things that I just enjoy doing the little things, mm-hmm. you know, if you're so goal oriented, like sometimes it's easy to get a toxic relationship with your, your passion oh dude and, I, I know that feeling. i know that feeling yeah yeah it's like one of those things yeah. where it's like you kind of mentioned it when we were talking about love where it's like you gotta be able to live your own life and not just put yeah. your whole self into a relationship otherwise mm. yeah it just gets like draining even for your partner or even for yeah. the thing you're passionate in mm. it starts yeah. feeling like a task that yeah. you have to do yeah i feel like i feel like everything is like a balance at the end of the day you know mm-hmm. um because if you're not yeah, happy, I, you're not going to want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, right? yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like, I remember yeah, um, sure. when I was like, it, was like, it literally happened like a couple of days ago, right? Where I was like constantly just like, um, just like cutting out and drafting out the patterns for my, the bags I'm making. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I was like working so much. I'm like, okay, yo, you got to relax. I'm like, in my, back in my head, in my head's like saying like, nah, just do it. Just go, just go. I'm like, nah, I got to relax. Gotta, I got to live my life a little. So usually yeah. I'll just like go biking in the afternoon, like for like an hour, right? And just like relieves my mind. And just make yeah. sure, like make sure to do something fun, mm-hmm. right? It's like I gotta yeah, bro. like go outside. I gotta touch some grass, <laughs> touch grass, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I, I, I work downtown, like Toronto. So like I literally have yeah. fun. Just like I might, I might work with my coworkers. I'm just living my life. Yeah, right. Because I like to live by this thing called um memento mori. It, it's like I think it's Latin, but basically it translates to like you're gonna die. Right. That's literally what it means, mm-hmm. right? And the way people mm-hmm. perceive it's like, oh, dude, this is like really, really negative, right? For me, it's like, mm-hmm. nah, man, I'm gonna die, so might as well just like live my life now, right? Yeah. I find, I like same yeah. thing as you. I find joy in, like the little things, right? Like literally, I'll be on the train, just like bobbing my head to music, you know. I'll be saying hi to complimenting random people, right? And just yeah. I look at trees and the sky, just <laughs> I just gaze at it, like yo, that that I love cloud Dude. watching, bro. I'm like that cloud yeah. is beautiful. Learning how to be grateful for the little things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I feel like um it's a very masculine thing to be like no man it's supposed to be hard yeah i gotta put my foot down i gotta keep and dude yeah for real like i 
I, I, I'm guilty of thinking this a mm-hmm. lot, you know, like it, there's a time and place for that always. Like, you know, you're at the, you don't want to go to the gym, but you know, you skipped two days in a row and you got to go. Yeah, yeah. That's the time and place for that. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, like I said, I feel like it's a balance at the end of the day. And like, yeah. I feel like it's such a masculine thing and dudes don't like to be like vulnerable, blah, blah, blah yeah. stuff like this. They're just like, no, nah, bro, I grind 24 seven. Like, shut the fuck up. Seven. <laughs> like, who do you think you are, man? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, like it's 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 very easy when you get stuck too much in that mindset to mm-hmm. not be able to enjoy those little things like you were saying, Ken. Like just jam into some music. Like just mm-hmm. do some do the smallest things that just bring you you know happiness, and yeah. then you're in a better mindset to actually be more productive in mm-hmm. your craft. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Taking a step back. Yeah, exactly. Um, when pursuing your passion, should there be a backup plan? Am I saying it weird? Sorry. No. We're just, we, we, <laughs> no, because sometimes like I have the question no, formulated, no, and like, then it breaks. Like, I feel like we're already saying hey. the answer in our head. Oh, right. Let's, let's right. all let's all say the answer on three. One, right. two, three. No. no. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. I was about to say hell no. <laughs> oh, fuck no. Like why 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 have a backup plan? That just means you don't believe in your first plan. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Plan B stands for lack of belief, bro. Oh shoot. What are you thinking of? <laughs> you thought of, oh, you oh, thought of the wrong plan oh, B, dog. You thinking about the I'm not, uh, oh, anyway, thinking, anyway, anyway. You thinking about that, huh? <laughs> Damn. You guys thinking about the wrong plan B, dude. Hey, yeah, you said plan B. Right. That's, okay, yeah, we'll that's get outside. The question I'll talk, was right, backup right. plan, not plan B. We just Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, Toronto. Uh, Toronto just changed me. Yeah, he knows too many people, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, like, don't. Sorry, sorry. Go on. You're saying? Oh, I was gonna say, like, um, my dad always was like, you have to have a backup plan, especially during. Because I didn't really go to film school um, until like le- the later end in the pandemic, so we were stuck in this house of just him going like, you gotta go to school, you gotta go to school. And the only acceptance letter I got was to a college for police foundations, which is basically like um, going into like security and then you can work your way up to being a police officer. And I was like, Mm -hmm. if I looked at that letter and said no already, I'm not going to look back at the letter and change my mind. Like maybe. (laughs) Like it's it's not going to happen. And Mm -hmm. so like I never, I never thought about a backup plan. If it was, if it was something I wanted to do, I'm going to do it. Like, um, it was kind of like what we talked about before where in a previous podcast, I said like, if I'm going to, you know, be in a relationship, I'm going to choose her at the end of the day. And that's the same way I view like whatever I'm going to do in my life is like, that's all I want to do. I don't want to do any other thing. And if I do any other thing, it's just like the entrepreneurial mindset where it's just like I'm having, you know, a bunch of other things on the side mm-hmm. that I want to do. Um, yeah. And if that goes south, I still have the main thing. But, like, I'm mm-hmm. never going to have, like, a backup plan B, a whole career I have to spend so, like, invest so much time into that I don't care at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be in the medical field or do anything around the political science yeah. route. Like, it's just, no. Like, <laughs> it, it disgusts me. Yeah. Like, I won't uh, want to wake yeah. up the next morning for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, no. Buy plan B. <laughs> I, think, like, I, I think... Um, as much as we all said like hell no at the same time, I think it's also situational, right? Like, mm-hmm. like 
for us, it's very easy to say us three, you know? Yeah. We're in our twenties. This is the time I've heard this phrase from someone. I forgot who told me, but they're like, in your twenties, you can literally do anything in the world besides kill a life or make a life. Wow. <laughs> Unless if you want to make a life on purpose, you know, but like, yeah. like literally now's the time to make all the mistakes, you know? Yeah. Um. But like, like, Tom, like your parents, for example, I I don't know too much, but from what you said, like the reason why your dad was probably saying those things is because his situation, he had to provide for you. Right. You know, when you have other responsibilities, then it's like you can't be as ambitious as we are. Mm-hmm. You can't then then it's like, OK, sometimes the world likes to say, fuck you. So even though you went all in on your passion, now you have a starving child. Right. You know I mean, so it's like I think it's different. It's different for everyone. But yeah, for us, if you're in your 20s. If you don't have other responsibilities, like, fuck yeah, go for it. More than not, if your gut's telling you to do something or to not to do something, it's most likely right. And you should follow that a lot. Because I, looking back, there's a lot of times where I didn't trust my gut and I did what someone else told me. And looking back in hindsight with more experience now, what I would have told myself was actually what I, what my gut instinct was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. I guess but you can kind of things uh advice that i would give to people probably be um just just do it <laughs> <laughs> sorry no no um i would Nike. say uh, yeah basically yeah um yeah just like try a lot of shit you know see what works and see what doesn't because you never know right if you just yeah. really don't like it start okay at least you tried it you can say you tried it right like yeah. same thing with this podcast right first time we tried it you know it wasn't this was this is our second podcast. This is our second podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our first one was not oh, the best. Wow. Right. Yeah, but like, you know, we thought it wasn't for us, but we, you know, we give it another try. And now, like, this is this is the result. Well, the second, yeah. the second, the, the second time that we tried it, the first time we tried it, we did something else, and yeah. then it didn't work out. And then, yeah, you know, third time's mm-hmm. a charm. Yeah, yeah. And like, just always trying a bunch of new things. Like, I think mm-hmm. one thing I tried doing before is yeah, trying to start um, like just uh, trying to start like, I no no sorry. Just do it and not think. That's one of my advice because I'd overthink a bunch of the plans. Like I literally yeah. stalled starting a clothing brand for how many years while my friends started a couple. And they, they although they didn't go through with it, it was like mm-hmm. I was overthinking, trying to make it perfect and everything, right? Like, oh, I got to get this. I got to do this. This doesn't have to be perfect. No, man. Just do it and then work from that. Like adapt. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's like essentially what we're doing now. Like with one of the things yeah. we're working on, right? And it's like, yeah. I installed it for a little bit, but now it's like, all right, you know, we just started doing yeah. this shit and now we're like, okay, now we got to start implementing other things. And yeah, yeah. it's literally just like, just, just fucking do it. <laughs> just figure it out yeah. along the way. Yeah, figure, you'll figure, figure it, it out along the way. Things, Dude. things will work out in the end. Yeah. Dude, also like as an artist, I think you need to remind yourself that the better you get at your craft, like a lot that's happened to me lately is like, um, because I am at a higher level than I was when I started, you know, when you're new and you're naive, you just, mm-hmm. you're doing things and you don't know they're wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when you're more experienced and you, you have, you know, what's right and wrong, you know, then you get too per- like, uh, what is it? Like you're kind you're of like becoming a too much of a perfectionist. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're yeah, becoming yeah. too much of like a perfectionist. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need to remind yourself that even though you're better because now you lose that naiveness of like just just doing it. Literally, what you said, Ken, just just yeah. fucking do it. And like I've run into that a lot lately because, you know, like 
like for example I, I used to make a bunch of youtube little short films before i went to budapest and then i went to budapest and i was like on set for like six months straight and i learned so much there right mm -hmm. and then when i came back i never it took me so long to finally film something again because i learned so much and i felt like there was so much pressure on myself to be like yeah. oh it has to be so much better because i i learned so much but then mm -hmm. i'm like damn within that time i probably would have busted out like six short films yeah back in the day damn. you know what i mean and would have actually learned more even if they weren't as good i would have learned way more doing mm -hmm. that you know what i mean i guess to add on to that it's like that uh learn unlearn relearn mm -hmm. like rule when yeah. it comes to anything mm -hmm. that you try to try to accomplish um a yeah. thing that i told my students when i was teaching is that uh, i don't care how many mistakes you make because if you think about when a baby just started walking they have fallen so many mm -hmm. times but their parents don't care about all the times they've fallen they only care about when they took their first steps mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so as long as you keep trying until you get to that perfect spot where you you know start walking yeah then that's all that matters mm -hmm. you know and so mm -hmm. like that's the same mm -hmm. thing when it comes to like just starting out like just do it until you can catch your footing and then then you can you know change everything afterwards and yeah. then you know it'll be like when you get to a new level in your life it's just like learning how to walk again yeah you just got to find yeah. your footing again so mm -hmm. never mm -hmm. being like letting go of your ego of like oh i have to relearn some things or yeah. i have to learn new things yeah because then you you yeah. cap yourself at where your growth can be mm -hmm. you know? exactly so, yeah. i feel like um i think there's actually like some scientific study behind like people that get older your brain gets literally more hardened so it's mm -hmm. literally more closed-minded oh, yeah so that's yeah. sometimes when you learn more about something you're more closed-minded yeah. you know what i mean and like i feel like that's really important to keep an open mind because the moment you stop learning i think you're dying yeah you're yeah. done you know what i mean i, I say it as because like you know when it came to my dad and trying to convince him of new things he just wouldn't mm -hmm. budge, right? And so it was, I came to this realization where it's just like, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah you got to get out of that to mm -hmm. really like grow into anything else, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think that's where <laughs> we'll end it uh, off. Um, Brandon, yeah. any any place that, where, where can they find you at? Um, Thanks for having me guys on, first and foremost, guys. You guys are the a huge fan huge fan of the pod um i had thank a ton you, of fun like you know you guys um you guys can find me on instagram at oh shit i just changed my name it was like it's brandon h lee underscore official There's yeah, an it's, underscore it's gonna be somewhere. in the the bio yeah okay thanks yeah. thanks guys Damn. links in the description and then, have, <laughs> and then uh i have a youtube too mm. um if you search up brandon h lee i'll be there and then a tiktok um barnden used to be um i was there for those <laughs> that days. used to be my instagram yeah those days i retired yes. that name because people at, were coming up to me and actually thought my name was barndon <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay i should change it to brandon mm -hmm. um and yeah i'm gonna start a podcast soon Woo! um because i go. got inspired by you guys you know shout out to y'all um i already filmed two episodes so uh yeah if you want if you didn't if your ears didn't bleed from hearing me talk, <laughs> come on over. Yes. Um, yeah. And hoping to do a lot more short films and stuff on my YouTube and bust mm -hmm. out more content. Oh, and uh, any anime fans. Um, What's up? It, did you guys hear about Comic-Con? Like the Comic-Con in San Diego? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saint, Saint Seiya got announced, like the live action movie, Knights of the mm -hmm. Zodiac. 
Mm-hmm. And I was on the stunt team for that, so that'll be out in 2023. Uh, All right, check it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as always, as, if you guys enjoy this podcast, leave a like, comment, and subscribe. Support Brandon. Support us. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks, man. Uh, we have a lot of things coming in the near future, uh, so stay tuned mm-hmm. for that. We hope to have Brandon on board for that. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll explain furthermore. Yes, but yeah, yes, yes. Um, yeah, that's been episode. We gotta talk about how much your mother, bro. Oh, yes. yo, hundred percent. I'm that's down. It. I'm that's so right. down. I'm so. Yo, come to Toronto. And sad boy vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> special podcast. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's been episode yeah. fifty-one, guys, with Brandon, of course. And yeah, have a good. That's that's been a booth podcast. Did you say the? Well, leave a like, comment, subscribe, tune into our Spotify, and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. You said Spotify twice, but mm-hmm. I'll go with it. Anyways, have a good night, have a good evening, wherever the fuck you are. Uh, yeah, that's been the booth. Peace, peace, <laughs> peace. These outros never, they never get better. Dude, they're, they're a struggle. <laughs>